0: of bench talk I'm your host Tom Gerard. Uh, this week I sit down with Nyjos. Hello. How are you, you going? Doing? <laughs> Good. Yeah. Exhausted a little bit after after four, what is it 4 days of spray?
1: maybe 3? Yeah.
0: I have no idea. <laughs> In the sun? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know I've been uh, I've been you know popping past and watching your pain over the last few days and it's uh it's been pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. Uh uh, the wall is big, and we had to buff it out first all the way, um, so that took took a half a day, yeah, I guess. And then I sketched it up, and then I, yeah, and I, this this huge kangaroo was actually yeah pretty pretty hard to get the proportions right in the, in the first place, but then then
0: it like you know then it's just work. Yeah, <laughs> at some point. What what made it hard was it like the big curve of the tail or something like that or. Was... Um.
1: No more like to get the the whole like I have this this sketch and I normally like would, wouldn't really like stick to the ke- sketch test this much as I did on this one but yeah I just tried to get it get it like completely like the same but it, of course it didn't work because of the shape of the walls so I had to like uh, like come up with some some other like proportions a little bit but still like you know still needs to look like a, <laughs> a kangaroo. Um, so yeah, that, the sketchup was maybe, I don't know, three hours or something. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't even know how big the thing is. Like, it's what, big. Do you think, what do you think? 300 square meters?
0: Oh man, I'm not good with my squ- square <laughs> meters. I'd say it's like a, it's a, it's a pretty decent three-story building at least. Yeah. 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 yeah that's it. And, yeah.
1: um, I mean like some, some, the proportions of the, the thing is, uh, like drawn up there, it's actually, it's, it's easier to like, you know, just fill it up with, with, um, uh, the anatomy. It's just when it's so big, uh, to get like angles of ribs or something like that. Right. This is more the, more the challenge, I would say.
0: Yeah. So do you, like when you're approaching something like this, like, you know, I'm sure of course you don't see kangaroos all the time because you're from Austria, but, um, <laughs> but you, are uh, like did you would you study kangaroos and then look at the anatomy and yeah and, uh, um work out where everything goes well first of all
1: like i I start sketching the whole thing in my my kind of style like you know how, how I would draw a kangaroo, also like one kind of like wanna wanna um stick to as much as possible to not you know to how a kangaroo looks like, not to make it too cartoony but still a little bit, so that's that's because i mean it's my style i think i cannot even like do it like uncartoony i would say (laughs) but then i then i just look up um the skeleton and uh, with the skeleton um you know i just try to be really accurate with the skeleton more and more away from the cartoony way of um, drawing painting everything and make it like build everything on the skeleton and then fill it up with organs how it's mostly how the organs are placed in mammals in general, so that's that's
0: not too hard. You sort of you've done it enough times, you yeah. know where everything goes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So when you when you're painting something like um like SpongeBob or Mickey Mouse, like you have in the past, do you sort of um use the same principles like to treat them like a mammal or yeah, even though, even uh, though Mickey's a rodent. You know?
1: Yeah, I'm, I mean I, I come up uh, with like how the like skeleton could look like. You know, it's just uh. Like Mickey Mouse has his has his shape shapes of his head, so it's it's like it's pretty easy to come up with a a skeleton if or like a skull itself. Like, but you have to like like think about Mickey Mouse. Okay, like it doesn't have teeth. We don't ever see teeth, but it still has teeth somehow. So it's like, where do you put the teeth in? You know, what kind of teeth does it have? What kind of teeth? Does does a mouse have in general? So it's like you 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 look at like two skulls, um, Mickey Mouse proportions, and the normal mouse, and then and then like uh, since it has like a human kind of like body shape, you know, um, you come up with a normal human pelvis, for example, and then like a human vertebrae and just with with um, the ribs and um, everything, you kind of like shape the body and uh, yeah. He's just fra- frankenstein and a bit eh? bit of mouse bit of human yeah yeah, yeah sew it all together <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but it's like that. that's the fun part in in my my research actually just just looking at um at you know like skeletons a lot and like um you know just l- doing loads of research um i'm just working on on my um my next book actually which is going to be called uh Uh, a slice for a living Um, and this is this has only um, research my research stuff in there and also like it's gonna be filled up with murals too but it's just it has sketches and like it shows how much I actually do uh, research um, in general and I draw everything and I show everything you know like how I do things and what do I look up because that's that's what people ask me and that's what I think people are interested in like how much How much work is actually behind the scenes
0: yeah yeah that's interesting so um you've uh yeah you've been to sydney as well on this trip yeah and like you're here for a few different things like what like what initially brought you to australia this time around
1: well um a couple of months ago when i had my show in new york at jonathan levine gallery we also presented um my Sculpture there um, uh, I did a dissection of uh, Sigmund Freud's and um, Yeah, so he's the, this is three-meter sculpture and um, uh, Of Sigmund Freud like standing behind his shrink couch and you can lie down on the shrink couch and uh, chill and or like, you know make photos and do selfies with the Dissected uh, Sigmund Freud and uh, his skeleton pops out and his brain pops out and it looks like the brain is kind of like you know, I don't know throwing up on yeah. the couch kind of so it's like um we made that with um the vienna tourist board together and well first we shipped it from san francisco to new york and then it went to austria and now it's um we we were like okay we want to do this again and uh yeah we said we let's bring it to melbourne that just totally makes sense Um, for the Vienna Tourist Board and for us and especially the the street art scene in Austria which um, in in, in Australia see this is like the common mistake right (laughs) also (laughs) happens to me Uh, but also of course Austria like I'm from Austria but like I feel like there's so much going on these days uh, like urban art related in graffiti and in street art and everything in Australia Uh, so I think it was is just a really good place to show it one more time, and that's what that's what that's why I'm here for now. And um, of course, I want to paint some murals and some other stuff, you know. Like and also I have this uh, the show of a couple like anatomical drawings I did in the last month um, at um, uh, uh So the show is going to be called the Monochrome uh, Organism. Cool. Oh. Uh, when is that open? Oh, uh, good question. Uh on the 10th
0: next Friday, <laughs> next Friday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this isn't your um this isn't your first trip to Australia, is it? No, no. I've been here exactly 10
1: years ago. Uh in Melbourne and in Sydney and on the Gold Coast back then. Um and I lived here uh for like 7 months um in 2004. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was like Let's say, I, like, back then, I I, I still lived in, in my hometown, which is not Vienna. So, um, um, so, there were, like, back then, there were, like, five writers, which was really chill. But it's, like, the graffiti, there was not much space for graffiti, and there was no real graffiti scene, which was also, like, when you think of it, not a bad thing to be active as a graffiti writer. Um, but back then, like, I really, that was my first time I got really uh, into... S- into the graffiti world and, like, how crazy a scene can be. Actually, Sydney was uh, pretty full-on back then. And um, I learned a lot about, like, yeah, mentalities. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, graffiti mentalities and also, like, you know, just just graffiti in general. I think, um, like, I had so much shit happening to me at this point uh, in Sydney. Um, um, it was kind of like... Um, like pretty wild but on the other hand I think that like that showed me a lot how it is how it is to actually paint graffiti and especially I think this was a time where the whole graffiti thing was just a completely different thing as today with like the like street art just popped up back then mm-hmm. and you could see like people doing paste ups, but which was is nothing, which actually like lasted long, but it it was also just a development away from graffiti and like, still being on the streets some somehow, and it t- totally disappeared, and it somehow developed to. Like fast characters and then bigger characters and like now, muralism is so big, and that's that's been a crazy development in the last ten years, and, um, I'm really happy, that, like. I'm, I'm i'm still like from a generation where where the graffiti is was so important and i actually i learned all the old rules and i most of it i learned here in australia
0: yeah because i've like i've noticed with your graffiti you always do quite like um like really readable pieces and like you know like you don't do have you ever done like wild styles and yeah. things like that yeah i did been, <laughs> been through that too
1: yeah i've been through that too yeah um pretty wild actually but um I don't know On some point though i i it didn't make sense to me anymore i wanted i wanted to have it bold mm. and like more like give it an illustrative st- like texture the thing you know and like have have maybe it's also because i painted a lot of track sides and so i had a time where i ma- mainly painted blockbusters and track sides because i thought like okay if you go past with the train, this is the only thing that would make sense you know you give it a little bit of a weird texture and maybe a character with it, and you yeah, have the piece readable, and I've I thought that was more fun, and it just made more sense to me. Like even even now when I look at American freight graffiti, for example, I think. Like I like the, the guys more. I can actually read when the train goes past, and and then it just sticks, to, like stays in my head, and I you know there's some names pop up and. They keep popping up, and it's just mostly graffiti, which is very readable. Yeah, um, like Icaboat, for example, he's to me is like that's graffiti. That's like if you don't know about graffiti, that's pure graffiti, and he's just such a graffiti king in the U.S. Uh, and I just kind of like that he just writes I C H three blocks block letters, and then a skeleton character next to it, really a funny kind of thing, and. Um, puts cracks on it you know and like old school shines and stuff and that I just like that kind of stuff more than like just going really wild with with lettuce which is also like good to learn I think in the beginning um, just to get a feeling for lettuce in general especially in Europe that the graffiti uh, development was so different and just like you know like German graffiti is so different to Scandinavian graffiti and or Spanish graffiti or Italian graffiti and uh, or French graffiti. Of course, this is like you know that was very different and we just knew back then, like from the style we knew where this person is from. Now with Instagram and the internet in general, like this just kind of like blends in. But um yeah, I've been I've been doing that and I, uh, you know i built pretty much everything and just reduced built everything on the 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 wild
0: style and uh yeah came came to that point that more simple letters is just more my thing yeah yeah no i I agree it's like you got to um pick your settings you know like especially if you if you're rolling past it you know yeah like um if you're painting on a street where people are going to be looking at it and stopping you know go
1: for it but uh, yeah, I mean also had a time where I was like constantly painting like Austrian Hall of Fames and stuff but mm. it's it's like it's good to practice like and like work on colors and stuff and like you have time and you know like like as I said like as soon as I started to see graffiti from a completely different angle and like just enjoyed the the, the fast and fun stuff more with like just going out there and doing something simple but tight
0: <laughs> yeah that was more my my thing than in the end yeah because I found that with a lot of a um, lot of writers I've known who have been writing for a long time like, and like they've been painted regularly for you know decades yeah I've noticed that they've gone through their really technical stage but they always end up like re- getting really loose yeah. in their later years like I think of it like a bit more like you know like Matisse and his cutouts and things like that as well even you know like gets later in life and it's just like no I'm I'm not I'm gonna strip this back and yeah do my own thing you know yeah you sort of get you get your head around it all and yeah we'll go, make, and go off on your own yeah it makes yeah. sense I think yeah.
1: it's you know I think you gotta you gotta learn the rules somehow and then and break
0: and then just, yeah just break it yeah because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you're not breaking it you're just looking like everyone else as well yeah you know? totally totally yeah which is I think it's one of the hardest things is to come out with your own stuff and you know in style and technique or colors like everything and um and really uh be um individual yeah and i think that's why people get so pissed off when they've come out with something that they've done <laughs> and then someone bites it or something it's yeah, just yeah. like oh uh, uh, it's, yeah. it's also
1: like what i learned at some point like i took the whole thing very seriously Every, everything was so serious about graffiti and like the style and everything i don't know something something happened one day which was a part of graffiti and like I, I just I just wanted to have more fun you know it was more about the fun and and, uh, um, like not caring that much anymore like really helped me to lose up a little bit and just you know smack the paint on the wall with a fat cap you know not like cramp myself in with like skinny cap and it's very yeah. nice you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: did you have any uh, mentors when you were coming up um well,
1: not really. I mean, I had one guy right at the beginning. Um, I mean, he motivated me a lot, I guess, because he he was, was doing mainly wild styles and he's now one of the, uh, the craziest uh, tattoo artists from Europe, I would say, like at least from Austria, that's for sure. Uh, and he doesn't paint graffiti anymore or barely. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I saw his stuff and... It was like crazy, wild style stuff, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is insane!" And then I saw his illustrations and like his characters he painted, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I want I want to do that." Now, like, 17 years later, he's you know still one of my really good friends, and we 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 talk in here and there, and uh, well, he's like he kind of like you know he's he's very much into in his rules, also like because he tattoos a lot. Um, and he kind of like is really proud you know that I just paint so loose and paint so much, and still he didn't i think i don't think he thought that I am gonna like stick to this for such a long time
0: yeah <laughs> like with um like the way you paint now, like i was you know I've, you see you know I pick on Instagram or a photo in a book or something like that, and you're like oh wow that's 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 cool you know like it's great. But when I actually saw you painting, I was like really blown away, really impressed with how you you, were, you attacked it like you were, the wall, like you're doing a whole car or something like that. <laughs> like just blasting it out with, with fat caps and yeah. stuff. You know, like I, I took off around the corner and, and went and painted something and then came back 10 minutes later. And the amount of space you covered and the amount of detail you put in there is like, man, I'd like, I hardly did anything. And I came back and you've like tackled this big area of a wall. Yeah, I guess uh,
1: as I said, like you know, painting fast and like painting, you know, coming from the graffiti background uh, is uh, it definitely influenced uh, everything. This is how I paint, hmm. and the technique I I, I um, developed is just comes out of like bombing, <laughs> bombing graffiti. I think this is also just just a way how I get into my my rhythm, my flow. I put on some heavy metal or some some doom or some uh, psychedelic or stoner rock, and it's just I just go off and um, and uh, blasting it out with the fat cap and priming priming it out in the base color just just you know saves wastes a lot of paint but it's uh, it saves a lot of time, and um, as you said like it's it's it definitely has has the whole co painting approach like. You know, yeah, you only have twenty minutes, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a. Uh, this is just how I like 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 it, and like it's just also like, you know, the flow is so much. It's just so like everything, I do I do with this speed, and like it just you can see it in the end. I think it's just it's different. It's like, oh, I'm gonna gonna take my time on it and um, think a lot, but my brain
0: works like. You know, this has to go fast and if not they get bored yeah <laughs> yeah I can imagine that because I, I just know if I spend too long on something I like start to get bored with it yeah but I was thinking about you know, your, your painting and it's like um, you know if you scale it right down it would be like really highly detailed with really fine brush strokes and stuff like that but because it's scaled up so big you you get the same effect effect with a um fat cap you know yeah totally yeah and you're up there head head, i saw your head banging up there just blasting away (laughs) yeah
1: i also think like um you know like over the years you paint with so many different spray cans and also in the time when like when i started um, the spray cans have developed and now we are like painting we are all painting with such an advanced and pretty much easy tool to 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 spray you know like back then i think most of the effects i do uh, that would not be possible and and like i got used to one can mainly the montana black and um, and um this is just you know like how this can works with the like the high pressure and i only need that one cap the the main like fat cap on it i can paint my outlines when i fill everything with that one cap Only do those those little details with the the gray dot super skinny and you know this is is all i need i don't want to like like use i don't know 15 different caps i don't need to you know and and back then when i painted more lettering and more wild stuff and also more graphic characters i used the banana a lot but but that got less this is something I yeah i really barely use it anymore I don't. I don't need it. This can doesn't. It, it's it's crazy when when you start using different cans. You know, you realize okay, this maybe you need n- another cap to get that kind of effect. Mm. But you know, it's always a, how it comes out the spray and the the, the the super skinny behaves like the fat cap, just way more thin, yeah. of course. Um, but the banana
0: skinny like just does completely different things. Yeah. Because I, I, I've painted with soffles a few times, and he's like a—he seems to be a real um, master at like knowing what caps work on which can, and yeah. and really getting the most out of out of the, the utensils, you know. Because I, I don't—I like I just use New York fat caps and yeah. skinny cap, and that's <laughs> it. You know? Yeah. But uh, I think if you if you really um, you know know what works for you, it's, yeah, uh, you can really get the job done.
1: Yeah, it's also—I mean. Um, I guess he paints mostly with with iron lock and uh that's a completely different story yeah. like the iron luck um uh, i mean has definitely like a couple of good uh, caps and it's just the whole thing into paint comes out differently and i mean it still works you know it's like but but it's like I would probably use other other caps on this can um and yeah you're definitely gonna know. Oh, you do your
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. Have you uh, tried the Aussie Export yet? Um, no, I haven't. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it stinks. It's pretty bad. <laughs> but the chrome's really good. Yeah. And uh, and, the, and the black's all right. You know, yeah. it's just, it serves a purpose. You know. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but if you if you guys I uh, I had to transport all your paint for you, and I just filled my car with uh, all your Montanas, and I tell you why, if I had all that paint, I wouldn't wouldn't be using with uh, the Aussie Export. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth getting at least one thing done with it while you're out here because it's uh, it's quite unique. You try yeah. you can you can try the chisel tips on the blacks and stuff like that and get some effects you you can't get with any any European cans. Sweet, yeah. Let's so you try. Get, you get a non- <laughs> 1980s look to your okay to your uh, stuff, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. we get any painting done, I'll I'll yeah. make sure I got some because yeah. I've always got them anyway. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm down for some fun stuff. Yeah. I actually
1: yeah. think like, you know, like now with with painting so many big murals uh, and like just being, my head being into like art so much, um and also like doing lots of canvas work and stuff and like, it's, like, you know, and also this this very complex anatomy theme. Like I think without the fun graffiti, I wouldn't really like be that motivated anymore. It's, it always like when I when I'm just getting too lost in this kind of stuff, I'm just like have a break, you know, and go. Just paint some fun stuff and because now i'm now i have a week left here and i'm like should i paint another big mural or should I just just go off into do some do some
0: fun little things just just for you know for the love yeah <laughs> yeah i don't. i think you know murals would be hard work i think that would take a lot yeah. out of you, you know? yeah totally yeah because totally. i saw you up there in for four days in the burning hot sun <laughs> and it's just like man i was, I yeah. was I've been in air conditioning, man, yeah. manning the gallery, and, and just like oh, no. The, the crazy thing is you, you don't even realize anymore. On some point, you know, you
1: I'm I'm in my 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 zone up there, and I know it's hot, but it's like I forget everything. I blend everything out. I'm on, my a different planet in this, on this point, and thing. And then like, few hours later, I was like, oh, this is like a nice Aussie tan
0: I got. <laughs> Yeah, be careful man we got a yeah. hole in the ozone layer here yeah. It'll, yeah. It'll get you know yeah but um but how like how did you make the transition from graffiti to what you do now like was there um a slow transition or did you just start painting bigger and bigger and then develop your own thing
1: um well yeah that's a good question <laughs> um, I think it was a slow thing but i, I I kind of I painted so many characters and also some like many letters and that like there was a point I did nothing else than just traveling, painting, and meeting up with other graffiti writers all over the place, and um, and I was just more and more thinking about like how what do I want to do with my characters you know and I like learned how to like you know paint like, in a fast way and stuff but on some point I was. I was like okay I want to I want to go in a different way with my my ideas and um I also I come from a, a um a, let's say like a a cartoon design character thing background because that's what I wanted to do always and um so I was drawing a lot always drew, drew a lot of characters and um at some point I was like you know, you look at those cartoons, and you see like some really fat body with super skinny legs and stuff. Um, and I was like, anatomically, this would not be working, you know. And then I was like, hey, I could actually, I could, I, I could actually come up with the anatomy because I know about this. I'm interested in this kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, and that got me so much even more than before. I was already interested in this kind of stuff, and it just. I I I still do a lot of research on on anatomy and um lately also on like details in org- organs and like like slicing organs to know and I I watch I don't know like tutorials on the internet about the a brain how a brain works you know mm. but it's like I I just wanted to you know like know how those characters look like inside and like show it and i think that that developed and developed and as i said before it's like first the cartoony style and now like looking at how a bone really looks like you know and the, the, the the texture everything and and um it just got me so deep into it like there's it's, it's an endless theme you can change it up i can change it up my whole life and just still do the same thing but not you know yeah uh, it's an endless theme and uh, i'm really happy
0: with it actually cool yeah it looks great have you um have you seen that uh that body worlds exhibition yeah of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's great uh yeah. like because he's done the same thing you know he's dissected humans and animals and that but he's come do, does it in so many different ways yeah it's pretty uh crazy what he does i remember i remember i saw it in london and I was gonna, I went there, and then I was gonna go out for dinner. And by the time I came out of the exhibition, I wasn't hungry anymore. I was just like,
1: <laughs> see, this I'm is done, this man. is the
0: thing. I I would come out
1: and be really hungry after. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <one>. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, this is this is. Uh, I mean, like the thing is, in in an artistic way, how far do you want to go? You know, like mm. how how much do you want to like? You know, you have to find your own uh transition and like young i I just want to show it in my (coughs) loose kind of kind of way and i cannot go in like in a crazy fucking photorealistic detail Uh, that's not my my thing it's like i wanna i wanna kind of like show how it works this is the heart this is the lungs the intestine and large intestine uh, kidney liver gut uh, all every all those all those kind of things are they are in there you know Mm. but when you look at uh, or when I like checked out this exhibition, it's like, oh my God, this is insane. You know, like how much, how much, how crazy could I go or what does actually make sense to show, you know, like if you want to, I feel like, I hope, I mean, I hope that like some kids walk up to my murals and say like, oh, this is, this is crazy. This is really how it looks like, you know, and that I always, I wanted to inspire or, or uh, I want people to be interested in this kind of stuff and um and i think it probably like people my audience really gets into this kind of thing too and i was really moved by those kind of things and it just was my thing and it seems to hit some certain zeitgeist and uh i guess that what brought me where i am right now which is
0: really dope (laughs) yeah because i've noticed with like from watching you paint over the last few days you you lay down lots of base coats but then it's just like a line here a bit of shading there and you build it up yeah. but it's not actually that much after the base coat like yeah. it's only a, it's it's minimal strokes i guess yeah apart from if you're doing fur or something like that it's a bit of a different story yeah. But, yeah. but as far as the the insides go yeah. but then when you stand back it looks so highly detailed it's yeah. like wow he's really gone to town on that yeah. but when you break it down you're like yeah. you've only done it in you know a, not that many lines no, no this colors, is, you know. yeah
1: it's um, I mean also I try to reduce colors in many ways and I also like when I you know of course from its texture or whatever it's, it's a bone looks different as an organ you know and I look at organs and it's like how does it like you know it needs to like look kind of like you know you know juicy or can say or like you know it's just different you know it's just like so how do you paint it you know it's like one one base color, like one outside fill in which has enough contrast, and then probably one highlight just to make it you know like roundish and like glow- glossy and stuff and really shine on some bits and that's pretty much it this is and and if you if you know um how to fade, you can just like with two three fades you have the whole like volume of like a a lung done you know and you just put some veins over it and it's it's there yeah and um the bone is like a bit more complex so the bonus has the base color and then i shape it up with um the second color which is one lighter or maybe two lighter for the same color so i shape it up and then i put a lot of um uh, the lightest almost highlight color on top because we think a bone is pretty much white so it's everything else kind of like so the first, the first prime layer is is it's just a waste of paint in the end. You can say because I, I just, you know, um, fill everything in with a color which is not much there anymore. You can at least just see the really dark parts, and that's like just you know, in there somewhere. So yeah, yeah but without that base color, with, just be the wall. Yeah, without yeah. that base, base color, like where do you want to fade? But mm. on what do you want to fade on? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but. This is like how I like do everything. I base everything out like in, in just shapes, and then like just start doing texture.
0: Yeah. So with um like with the graphic nature of your paintings, do you find it hard to get walls sometimes? Like they say, oh, you know, get get you in town, but like because it's yeah, you know, I guess people can see. It. I know it's, it's nature but some people can see it as being like gory or something like that you know
1: yeah that's it is or it has been an issue i think i don't
0: get invited to many festivals
1: let's say because of what i do it's not that what i do is not necessarily eye candy graffiti or whatever you know or straight out which is like oh my god it's so beautiful this is like my, my kind of stuff is like like, you can totally... When someone walks by the wall, you can just see it in people's, like, f- very first reaction what kind of, you know, person they are. It's like, it's like, damn, that's sick, you know? It's like, you probably would get along with this person. Mm. If there's someone like, oh, my God, it's so horrible. Oh, my God, you know, it's like, oh, it's not. You know, I paint with very bright colors. <laughs> very colorful. There's no blood, you know? There's just a couple of veins and others. And... Uh, and that's it, you know. Like I, I wonder sometimes where, like I'm not painting anything dark, really. I'm I'm showing anatomy of things, you know, of um, uh, animals or humans or whatever. And I, yeah, it's it's really funny. Like people are really scared sometimes, and it really depends where where you where I go, because in Mexico, of course, they love it, you know. Yeah. It's a cultural thing. It's a totally a cultural thing, and. Um, in San Francisco people love it. I get loads of walls in San Francisco. That's... It's just a... It's just really like... You know, it has to do, to do with the people who live at the places. Like I had no luck in Hawaii, for example. Hmm. People don't want to deal with it. <laughs> and... Um, yeah. I, I'm just not the kind of guy who paints a, like a photorealistic woman and, and just makes something... Like paints something pretty even more pretty on a wall you know it's not that i would be not happy paint doing art at this point and it's also it's nice to look at it mm. but i've seen it a million times and some of them are like oh god yeah mm.
0: <laughs> yeah that's i'm i'm yeah that does not make me happy <laughs> yeah because it's interesting right it's like um the whole thing where people people will eat meat but they won't kill an animal if you know what i mean yeah. it's um and exactly. it's like, uh, you know, like they would like, they would, you, you won't, you'll miss out on a wall, but they'll give it to Roa or, you know what I mean? But technically yeah. you're painting something similar, but what you're painting is, is um, transparent of, yeah of what Roa's painting, you know? Kind of, yeah. But in, yeah. in your own style as yeah. well. I'm not yeah. saying that you guys are the same. I, I guess, at all. I you guess
1: know? for him, it's, you know, he's with only painting black and white, it's yeah. it, Turns to be more like an illustrative style and not yeah. so far away from reality, yeah, I'm talking more <laughs> subject matter though, you know like yeah, I mean, I think he's way more gory sometimes than I am, yeah, but it's I have no idea. it's like he's also been around way longer than I I was actually, but I don't know, like we we end up meeting each other here and there once once a year, like somewhere where we think, okay. Hmm. this is interesting those people really want us both um like on their walls which yeah. is which is great you know? yeah like but like i yeah we both
0: probably won't get invited to certain places <laughs> it's funny well, i was um i was in mexico city and there was a uh a big mural festival on there mm-hmm. and i was walking around checking out the murals and there was like a Riz and mm. Roa and a whole mm. bunch of other people there. It was really cool, actually. Mm. But Roa hadn't arrived at his wall yet. <laughs> and I showed up to check check it out, but he wasn't there. Mm. And because I was like the only non-Mexican guy standing there, everyone came up to me with black books and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, nah, you got the wrong no. guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> then I met him. It was like, oh, man, we look nothing alike, you know. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> So, so do you have a, like a technique for selling in like your design to a, like, say you've you've been invited to a mural festival and, and all that, Mm -hmm. um, do you, do you have like a way that you're selling your design to someone? Like you have to persuade them or you? Oh, it's different, I would say, but I, you know, I tell them
1: like, send me the wall, you know, send me a photo of the wall Mm. and like, you know, some, sometimes I just, right away but actually would fit there but it's also like sometimes I get to the spot and like the whole situation is completely different to the photo and I would actually like to do something else hmm. and then it also depends on the material I need I need a lot of different colors so I'm always like like I end up using I don't know 200 colors cans at least on, on, the, on, the, on the wall and uh, I don't know so it's hard like I I'm I can also cannot like really like show them an accurate sketch because that would mean I would need to paint the whole thing in the first place yeah because when you just do a, uh, a, um, a pencil drawing of a translucent vulture for example it's just not happening they will never really know how it's gonna look like so um, uh, I kind of like do sketches but it's like it's mostly what I want to do and uh, sometimes, I mean, he, here in here in Melbourne, it just made sense, you know, to make it like um, to make that kangaroo, because where else do you want to paint a kangaroo if it's not in Australia? Yeah. Uh, so, but I normally I don't look at like, okay, I am going to Iceland. That means I need to paint a polar bear. It's not. That's not how it works, right? uh but sometimes people ask me, and then when i th- when I think um oh yeah, that's a good idea uh why not? you know I get into it, but if I don't feel it at all, I'm just do something else, yeah, and it's like and if if they don't you know
0: not happy with it, then fuck it <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you uh, have you ever had to cover up anything
1: uh no, but yeah. Um, my pieces disappeared like a week later sometimes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened. people painted over it, yeah, oh, like only like two and, like a week or two weeks later, yeah, yeah,, oh, but saucy. I mean like I was i mean that one time I painted I dissected uh Baphomet with four tits, so <laughs> 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 which is like pretty much the devil, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I've, yeah, they were not really happy with that. <laughs> he was still licking ice cream. I don't know. What, it was nothing bad about it, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and do you have a uh, like a technique you of getting your sketch onto the wall in, in proportion and everything? Um, do you use reference points and things, or? Well, yeah, I have I have photos of like
1: skeletons or whatever on my you know specific skeletons on my phone, or or like few drawings, um, really simple ones, but like. Um, I, I mostly I sketch it freehand first of all, like I don't project I, yeah, I don't like the really, that's, you know the sketching up is one of my favorite things to do because it's just that really big drawing of mine which goes up there and I feel like drawing on such a big scale is it's just so it's just Freeing, you know, it's just so like I'm like up there and just blasted with the fat cap, like a one, you know, just this, those simple shapes which go up there. And I remember like I painted a polar bear on on a on a canvas, and then I painted it later on a mural. And the one I painted on the mural, like from its proportions, was, was way better. It's the one I like first drew on, you know, and then painted on a canvas. So what, what what I do a lot is like I first paint the murals. I have a little like sketched and I paint them mule, and I do my like canvases later yeah and I I think as I said before it's like certain sh- certain shapes just come out way better and on like this big scale for me and painting it you know freehand and sketching it up there and like really like you know I've explained this to someone like re- recently having a sketch and the wall and you're drawing on the wall looking at the sketch like you constantly keep looking on the thing like on your in your hand and like this is a sketch and you're not even looking at the wall Mm. Uh, but so you do mistakes or whatever i I think it's like you know you sleep with the wall Mm. you know and if you if you have the sketch you're sleeping with someone else too so it's like you know you're you're cheating on the wall already (laughs) it's like it's you gotta treat it like a beautiful woman yeah,
0: <laughs> so I sleep right with one <laughs> yeah so you, so you mark like up that. like graffiti style like yeah. you have a sketch and you just approach the wall and mark it up yeah Yeah. because yeah. Yeah. it's weird because like painting at that scale a lot of the people I've spoken to they'll, they'll have the wall a photo of the wall and then they'll overlay their sketch in in Photoshop yeah, yeah. like multiply it and then like they'll use all the reference points and stuff and yeah no no no. <laughs> no no I don't do that it's impressive yeah you know, the scales you paint yeah. like it's I mean, like,
1: I, I, um, once I, 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 when I painted a really, really big snake, uh, like a couple months ago, in Austria, um, that was nine hundred square meters. And sketching this thing up is pretty fucking hardcore. Plus, I couldn't like, I had no background, so it was like a really, like the texture of the wall was like, really weird. It was not, I could not not make any mistakes. Yeah. So the thing is. It also had like weird lines in it in, in uh, on the wall. so um, I sketched it first directly on that photo on the computer, like mm-hmm. with my tablet and just shaped it out. Um, and so I, I like with with those weird lines on that wall, I could actually see where uh, where the snake has to go from one place to the other. so it's like kind of works yeah. like a raster. Yeah. but it didn't it's just like oh okay i saw on the photos like oh this is where it goes right but i still just painted like sketched it up freehand yeah
0: he just he has had a rough idea with yeah yeah
1: the yeah with you know it's also when you paint like a, a snake which is like kind of like in itself like you know wrapped right. up and stuff it's like on, on a scale like this is yeah it was quite insane it helped me a lot it definitely uh reduced my work for another Four
0: hours <laughs> Yeah, and and um, like you collaborate with a lot of people as well. Yeah, like do you enjoy collaborating with people, or do you prefer um, to work on your own?
1: I do. Yeah, it's it's fun sometimes. It's like, but it, it I mean, I do it less. Though. Yeah, it's like, um, it gets me a bit in a in like, uh, like I'm like, oh, this is, I cannot wait anymore. It's like, why is this? You know, you just break, you break your head sometimes about those kind of things. But it's. It's really mu- a lot about how this other paint- the person paints and uh, approaches a wall in general, or like, what do you do, or, you know, I end up like waiting or like, uh, I don't know, like guiding the whole thing sometimes. And it's just, like, no. it's like you know, you should do your thing, I did my thing and we should like interact somehow. Or, or if someone paints a character, like we can easily, like, like work out a three-dimensional way uh, or you know because not everyone paints that 3d hmm. uh, but we can work it out somehow so i can paint it that that character's anatomy so it's like that's a real um collaboration the other thing i would oh yeah we just paint together you know and you paint here i went there and this is also fine it's also yeah. good to me um but it i think it it gets harder the more complex or more defined, your own thing is. And um, I mean, I've been painting with my crew members from The Weird a lot. And uh, that was easy because we all kind of have the same approach. And so, but it's also like it we wanted to make it more complex and more complex and more intricate and stuff. And it's, it, it, we end up like, oh, we can't, like, maybe we do something more simple at some point you know like have more fun with it and not like break our head about it um, but it also happened that, that the crew comes less together because everyone is like more into his own thing and um, and uh, yeah I I've, I've been collaborating with so many people and if it comes down to this very serious work relation I don't enjoy it as much anymore as if I if, if it's just a fun thing it's a different yeah uh, yeah
0: it's a different approach yeah I would say but I think it's a good way to learn off people as well oh yeah of yeah. course of course definitely
1: yeah yeah there's this guy from from my crew HIVB uh, is like his 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 technique is kind of similar to mine but he's like so more German <laughs> so more on point And he doesn't mess around i'm like i'm a messy painter and uh but we i like to paint with him because it's uh it's just amazing to watch him and his technique and um yeah i i I can i I do learn of him sometimes when i watch him paint this is definitely
0: interesting yeah and so um like is this the only thing you do for a living? Like you only you only paint? Or do you have like uh, other things? Because you used to do like multimedia bits and pieces, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I still do. Um, but I mean, painting walls is of course the mo- most fun. But um, I do a lot of illustrator work. I love doing t-shirt designs. It's just something I really like to do. Mm. So I, I mostly also do it for myself and or for my um like brands the rabbit eye movement um I'm, i like to do um like just new designs every month you know and like you know i don't know it's also so much so reduced and so far away from what i do on the, on the canvas or on on the mural because you of course you lose uh, you use less colors uh and it's it's just it's just a completely different thing it's just another side that I I, I don't put out that much uh, but I, I still enjoy doing that and yeah it's that's one thing and like really crazy um, um, illustrations I don't I don't really do it that much except I do like I work on a new screen print or something so sometimes like what I if the thing is the next thing is if you wanna. You know, like do an anatomy dissection, like the kangaroo for example. We, uh, I just made that as a, as a print. That that's eleven colors in screen print, hmm. at least. And you know, this is just an insane, printing.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> is like. But it's quicker to paint it on the wall. Oh <laughs>
1: um, no, yeah. <laughs> well, it takes me a day, but it's yeah. like. It's like who's gonna print it you know like you yeah. know, uh, who's gonna i mean it's it is. it is quite hard like also setting it up as, as a real screen print and stuff but like work i only do like for a digital purpose i don't really do that yeah yeah i rather and this on this point I'm, I'm like sitting on the computer and i'm like i'd rather you just paint that thing on the on the, on the canvas or on the mm. wall you mm. know it's just because in the end you have you have your digital thing and what can you do? You can print it in a book. That's nice, you know, but okay. yeah. Maybe I'll do it more one day.
0: Yeah. yeah. But you make a living solely off your creative output. It's not like you go and work in a bar or anything no, like that. No, you know Never did. Yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> so, you're, like, always, you're, like, you've, as long as you've been working, it's always been off your own. Yeah. yeah. Man, Yeah. good on you. Yeah.
1: Congratulations. Yeah. I'm really happy. i yeah. really grateful.
0: Uh, it's been also,
1: like, rough <laughs> yeah. some some time yeah. but i mean there was also a time I, like because i didn't have any money i did not drink any alcohol because i was only spray painting for eight years actually and i, I just stopped drinking and like put every money i had in into into spray cans yeah. and i was like when I, I got really drunk once i remember with or i didn't even get drunk that was a thing but i had a bottle of vodka myself i was like so there's just like four just four cans here right now and mm-hmm. i could have actually gone off and did, did a piece you know so i was like okay fuck this and yeah didn't drink in eight years jeez yeah and so so
0: you're invested in your career
1: yeah 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 and didn't get drunk at all i never touched uh, touched uh, alcohol in eight years
0: wow
1: yeah and well yeah but you're, you're drinking now, because yeah. I saw you had a beer in your hand. Yeah, earlier. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm drinking now, yeah. that's. The, I was 27 when I started again. I stopped, uh, stopped with 19. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Does that make sense? Wait a minute. <laughs> Other than that Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, as far as, like, you know, while you've been working on all this, like, on your career and building it up, was there, like one mural or one painting or an exhibition or something like one thing that propelled your career um
1: no there were were certain points where i was i I realized what i have to do like i i mean first i painted a lot and then i got offered to have a show in london uh, pure evil gallery that was 2010 yeah, and I just came back from Australia back then. Actually, that's really interesting. Anyway, um, so I did. I was working really hard on this show, and um, like I was not really known yet, but just within the scene back then in, in Europe. Um, and I had a lot of artwork in this in this show, um, but yeah, I didn't really sell anything. And I realized, especially like in places like London, if people don't know you, they're not not going to buy. And I realized I just need to go out and paint even more and do something where everyone is like blown away, you know, which I wanted to do anyway. So it's fine. So I, I invested another. I didn't do a show in like three years at that point. Just smashed it, like flew to America, flew to other places. And especially when I think... When it really it really happened, when I went to America in 2012, and then I just painted a like a normal piece there, and it just went nuts. We, we didn't even have Instagram back then in Europe, and um, and everyone was posting like, everyone was talking about Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. And actually, a friend of mine he, he he set it up for me six months later, and he's like, "Fuck this, you gotta you're gonna have an Instagram account." And I was like, "Oh." Come on, I have Facebook, you know. It's like that's okay, another thing to care about, you know. And and he set that thing up for me and sent me my my password and stuff. And I got online and I had already had a thousand followers. And I was like, fuck, you know. And then that just went nuts. I think that and then you realize how intense something like that, you know. Like it just was a chain reaction, especially uh, in America. in california and in mexico i have so many followers and that you know i think that was the point where i really you know that really pushed me yeah made made my life much easier i have to say
0: yeah (laughs) because the last uh like last two days i was talking to an american couple that were watching you paint and they're Mm -hmm. on their honeymoon and um they were saying to me it's like yeah they've been to all these different cities around america and mm-hmm. they see your murals in every single one of them oh nice <laughs> so they said that like i they said they've never seen you paint but they've nice. seen at least 10 of your murals in the flesh and it's always been in america yeah yeah california i hate,
1: i hate that place really hard <laughs> yeah yeah but also like i've been i mean i actually i don't think i have been to i mean america is big right Mm. but i painted a lot in new york and i painted in uh, miami and uh, detroit i spent six weeks in detroit i painted a lot there um and of course san francisco and the bay area this is this is uh where i I just moved actually um really love that place la of course too still has to be more there (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this is um it's been fun. It's, America has been fun, um, and I, I kind of like feel the same in Melbourne. It's really fun here too. Yeah, it's a good city. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you've like you've got a uh, like a little posse with you. Yeah, you yeah. got got a few friends. Do, do you always travel with a, a group of friends?
1: Well, uh, I don't know. It just has developed like that lately um, since we. We are um pushing Rabidon movement so hard, uh in in Europe and in America and uh with the whole the whole business side. Um you know my, my manager Vera is she's she's coming along a lot and uh and uh I'm also like um, it's also always fun to travel with my friend Christian, who has made the Deepest Deaths of the Borrow. Uh that our documentary that we we filmed it like for a year, you know, and um made that great documentary about nice. traveling and painting around the world. I mean how much can you actually put in one of those movies? We could we could actually make, I don't know, you know, one one a year and we would be so busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would actually shoot himself <laughs> if he would do that. Yeah. But it's like it's like um that thing was also I I had that idea of doing this movie for like 5 years before we actually really got to do this um and it, i could i didn't imagine that it ever would come out that great uh but yeah um you know it's just like a, it's kind of like a lifestyle documentary and um it was a lot of fun you know not now now we're like the last since since the movie came out it was everything was so busy and now we're here again filming and painting and traveling and uh it's it's uh yeah it's dope and it, it now it's like it's getting more and more like we are uh, it gets to be like a whole team doing stuff mm. so we like is is that on uh, YouTube Uh no it's on Vimeo actually you can just um, go on Rabbit eye movement Vimeo you can uh, purchase it there yeah
0: cool yeah. Awesome. so um like so what's next for for you like any plans for 2017 oh my god uh, well, yeah, I'm. I'm
1: right after um, Melbourne, I'm gonna go back to uh, California and paint a little bit more in in the Bay Area. Um, just and you know just settle a little bit and like take care about stuff, and work. Um, and then and then uh, in May I'm gonna go back to Europe. Uh, there's a big uh, jukebox, jukebox Cowboys crew meeting uh, in May, uh, which is is going to be a hell of fun. <laughs> and also, I don't see my crew members that much from the JBCB. So it's like, it's, it's yeah, it's going to be dope. Um, and then, and then I'll just, you know, do a mural in Berlin, hopefully, and one in Hamburg and a couple other things. Uh, also have a, a trip planned with Pangea seeds to Cancun, uh, paint a mural there. Uh, of like um, a translucent um, um, whale shark on a big uh, big building. So that's gonna be really really fun. Um, and then I'm gonna have my um, show in San Francisco in uh, yeah late uh, what is it late November. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. I guess I got to sit down in the studio a little bit <laughs> and that will be at mirror's gallery in downtown San Francisco. Cool. And yeah. But with that, I hope that I can actually publish the book at that point. Yeah. Wow. You got a busy year. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully come back uh, after that to Melbourne in next, next, uh, I don't know, December, January at some point. That would be
0: great. Yeah. Be here for a bit longer than only two weeks. <laughs> It'd be good to have you back. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So um, so where's the best place for people to check out your art online? Um, well,
1: rabbinimovement.at. I guess that's yeah that that is the brand uh, website and you know we'll be doing um, news reports of everything I do and some of our like friends and crew members do. So we put that stuff. People we just work with, you know. Mm. Put, like there's always news uh, of course Nitro's Instagram uh, or uh, the Facebook that's yeah it's also a good good your or com. yeah yeah
0: and like um, so this is backtracking a little bit I was uh, I was just I was about to wrap it up uh, something <laughs> I wanted to ask you <laughs> so like you know we've spoken a lot about your murals and all that and like mm-hmm. a lot of these conversations being mural based but mm-hmm. like um, yeah, you also exhibit a lot do you like do you have a preference like do you prefer to paint murals or do exhibitions or, or you, you think they you, you enjoy doing both of them separately or well i go for phases i would say um sometimes
1: it's it's just you know the mural thing is just so exhausting <laughs> that i'm very happy to sit and go back and uh, just uh, work on ideas i i had which were you know done for for the canvas I think it's a very different approach mm. like it's easy uh, you know I don't know if it's easy but uh like I always had the graffiti context as in my art and you know, I, I made pieces so they fit to the spot like the one that the kangaroo that I did today I wanted to have a like a kind of like a concrete background right so I painted it the background gray because I thought that was just the best for that wall, um I don't do scenarios, you know like that's something that's something for a canvas I would say, and there's lately with with you know, the anatomy stuff and with the translucent work I do, I have a lot of things planned which fit better to a canvas and that's something I've never done really before, but more and that comes up more and more uh but I would never do those ideas on a wall because I think it wouldn't be that good. Yeah. yeah. It's just a different thing, you know. A graffiti person has a different look. It's, it's it's just it just really goes away from the urban urban
0: living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get oh, yeah. you. It's it's uh, yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks for taking the time to uh sit down and have a chat. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To find out more about today's guest, go to benchtalkpodcast.com. There you will find all previous episodes and images of the guest's artwork. Also, follow us on Instagram, bench underscore talk. There you can keep up to date with all things that are happening with the podcast. Talk's also streaming on SoundCloud and Facebook. Just simply search for Talk Podcast. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to rate and review. It helps get the word out. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to tell a friend. Thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye.